If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance card. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. All right, here we are, another day, Tuesday, and uh, about 2.40 p.m., we'll have Gray Albright joining me from Razball.com, talking fantasy baseball with him. Uh, there's just, I don't know, there's a lot of, lot, of, lot of nicks and knacks to talk about today. A little Super Bowl talk, of course, uh, Philip Rivers talk, of course, Dusty Baker talk, of course, and, of course, Kobe talk. So let's begin with Kobe talk. Uh, you know, I'm watching TV and I'm watching all these shows and I, I don't know what the right answer is about Kobe at this point. I know that, I, I don't know if, if anybody saw it. If you haven't seen the Jimmy Fallon um, tribute to Kobe, that was pretty touching for me because he talked about Kobe at 17 years old and how he got to know him back then when Jimmy Fallon was only 21. I thought that was really interesting. And today they're talking about, well, well should they c- cancel the game or not? You know, uh, should Kobe be the, uh, the logo? I, you know, there are so many things that, that we we're talking about here. And I don't know if there's a right answer. I could say this. If these guys, meaning the players, feel that they're not ready to play yet, then we have to respect that. We have to respect that. If, if the Laker family is not ready to move on just yet, then who are we to say, well, it's game time, let's go. I don't know. Maybe maybe we, we need to respect that. They need a day or two. Now, are they going to have two weeks? No. 
Sorry, that's not how it works. This is professional sports. Is it going to be three games? Probably not. But certainly this game against the Clippers can be rescheduled. This is an easy one to fix. Right? You have to think of the players. Now, look, a lot of this, what would Kobe want? What, I, don't, I don't know. I think Kobe would want us to just go ahead and be ourselves. I always feel that way. Kobe would want us to do what we do and to get along in life as better people. So if the, if the game is canceled today, is that really important? In the scheme of things, is that really important? Can we just make that game up? I think we can. I don't know. Maybe TV pundits are just looking for things to talk about. Ah, I don't know. Can I talk about it? Can I cancel the game? I don't know. Look, it's one, it's one game. It's one game. And if LeBron and Anthony Davis and all those guys are not ready yet to put on that uniform, we have to respect that. We have to respect that. We have to respect that locker room. We do. Because we're going to be hearing about that locker room for the rest of the season. You know, and how they're dealing with things. And it's certainly not easy for them. So who are we to judge? I know I'm I certainly not. If they, if, they, if they need not to play tonight, that's fine by me. It's okay. I'm good with that. Seriously, I'm good with that. All right, a couple things I'm not good with, though. And one thing I thought I would be good with, well, I thought I wasn't going to be good with, but I've changed my mind about something. And this is why it's so important to read. And Dust, so here's here's what it is. Dusty Baker is going to be named, if he hasn't been named already, the manager of the Houston Astros. Now, at first glance, I'm not a Dusty Baker fan. I'm not. I've never really liked Dusty Baker, the manager. So the first thing I thought to myself was, oh, seriously? They're bringing this guy back from the grave? Now, aren't we done with Dusty Baker? But then I read this very good article. And sometimes reading is critical. And I'm sitting here. And I'm reading this article and I'm saying to myself, you know, maybe this article, this person who wrote this is absolutely right. Because this person is saying that Dusty Baker, the three-time National League Manager of the Year, who has won seven division titles and a pennant, is the perfect choice. So... Let's think about that, right? Let's think about that. First, like I said, I thought it was a terrible choice, but this guy is saying he's a great choice. The Astros are going to be reviled by every single person this year. Cheaters, you suck. There's going to be insults. You know, you couldn't win on your own. I mean, in every park, it, by every fan, all season long, maybe forever, these Astros are going to be hearing this, but certainly for this year, right? Cheater. Cheater. Right? That's, that's what they're going to be hearing. 
People are going to be vicious. Vicious. Right? And Dusty Baker, though, has to be the calm in the Astro storm. Right? How does he manage people? How does he get along with the players? How does he help the players manage through this? Right? So think about it. Dusty Baker has seen the worst. Right? Back in the 80s, there were drug trials that a lot of his friends were in in Pittsburgh. He had the IRS coming after him for four million bucks back in the day. He was dealing, he dealt with Barry Bonds and Jeff Kent, who, you know, were, well, that was like one of the craziest clubhouses ever, right? And he had to keep these two guys from like killing each other because these two guys hated each other. So maybe, just maybe, Dusty Baker might be the right guy for this job after all. And I'm absolutely wrong. I admit it. There you go. I learned something today. But when we come back, I read something today on Twitter that a lot of people are upset about. We will discuss when we return right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. All right, we're back. I'm Dr. Roto with you. Check me out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 for 50% off your first two months. So uh, talking a lot of baseball these days. And, um, you know, look, I've talked about this before. I think that it's important to be engaged in social media if you want to be a winner in fantasy sports. I really believe that. I think there are certain guys who are must-follows in the industry, certainly in fantasy football and absolutely in fantasy baseball. So what I'm going to do is as I see things that I feel are important, I will bring them to your attention and we'll discuss it so that you can follow these people because they will help us both be better players. So Jim Bowden at, at Jim Bowden GM talks about the Reds tr- signing of Castellanos. So I want to get to something else he's talked about, but I want to first talk about Castellanos first. He says, Reds now have the starting pitching, bullpen, and offense to be legitimate contenders in the NL Central. The only real concern now is their team defense, which will be below average at at least three different positions. But it's great to see them relevant again. Fair enough. We all feel the same way, Jim. Then he says, the Reds' front office gives me their tentative outfield plan. Well, this is interesting. Castellanos is going to play some left field and right field and some first base because Joey Votto is not very good anymore. Jesse Winker, mostly in left field and right field. Nick Senzel on center field and possibly some infield. Shogo Akiyama and all three, but most in all three outfield spots, but mostly in center field. Philip Irvin as a corner backup. Aquino mostly in right field because of the plus arm. He also has an option if needed, which means Aquino gets sent down early in the season. So then he goes, in summary, the Reds have competition at all three outfield spots, lots of flexibility, and no final decisions have been made. They need to let it play out. In today's game, the days of three primary outfielders are long gone, and 26-man rosters also jib them. I'm going to go with give them, Jim. Give them more depth to work from. Boom. There you go. That's smart. We're all sitting here saying, oh, what's going to happen? Who's going to play? Oh, my God. Well, Jim Bowden told you. Castellanos is going to play. Jesse Winker. Senzel and Akiyama. Irvin's going to be a, a backup. And Aquino has a good chance of starting the season in the minors because he has an option. Now, can four guys play three spots? Well, Jesse Winker can't hit against the lefty. Right? Senzel's not 100% healthy. Joey Votto is starting to struggle a little bit. And the beauty of Akiyama is that he can play anywhere. Seriously, the dude can play anywhere. So 
I think the Reds are taking a page out of the Rays book, which is let's get a bunch of guys who all can play baseball and we'll figure it out. It's no more, well, I've got my nine guys and that's it. Now you're as deep as your, your last roster spot is critical because you want to play every single person. I mean, look at what the Rays have done. Seriously, look at what the Rays have done. The Rays have done an amazing job of preparing that team for righties or lefties. They go and they trade for Jose Martinez, right? So at first base, they have G-Man Choi or Nate Lowe or Jose Martinez or Yande Diaz. Choi and Lowe hit righties. Martinez and Diaz hit lefties. They've got Brandon Lowe and Joey Wendell. They've got Adamas. They've got Meadows and Kiermaier and Yoshi Tsutsugo. And they got a lot of guys who can play depending on the pitcher. Right? So Tsutsugo, Martinez, Lowe, Diaz, Choi, Brandon Lowe, they're all fungible. That's smart. We're playing a lefty? Bring those guys in. Playing a righty? Bring those guys in. Seeing a lefty in the eighth inning? Bring him up. Seeing a righty in the ninth inning? Bring him up. That's how you win. That's how you win. And how the Reds are doing that. That's smart. All right, what Jim Bowden also talked about, though, and this got a thousand responses, and by the way, most of them negative. He says there's a growing belief amongst NLGMs that the designated hitter will be instituted for the National League as early as 2021. And then everybody starts screaming. DH sucks. No, I'm never watching baseball. This is terrible. Right? How about this guy here at NY Wisdom? It creates at least 15 more everyday jobs with the DH position also being key in resting players every so often. Decreases any risk for pitcher injuries, doing batting activities, and creates more runs. There you go. That's the answer. That's why they're doing it. And then people are like, oh, no, we need to eliminate it. I'm never watching baseball again. This is crap. I hate this. Don't do it. Oh. You know, people who watch baseball are so uh, afraid of change. Now, look, I like the pitcher hitting. I get it. It's way more strategic. I enjoy that. I think the DH is boring. I'm buying into all of that. I agree with you. I do. Should the pitcher hit in the fifth inning? I don't know. Maybe take him out. Well, if we take him out, he, he still has another inning in, in him. I'll, we'll have to go to the bullpen. That's strategy. I love strategy. But truth be told, the pitcher rarely hits well. How many pitchers actually hit 200 or more? And they aren't just outs. And by the way, when you play fantasy baseball, won't this change? I mean, you always pick your, your NL pitchers because they're better than AL pitchers. You won't have to do that anymore. Pitcher, a pitcher will be pitching. But the truth be told, 
The DH creates jobs and saves jobs because guys who can't play in the field anymore can still hit, right? They can still hit. And do you know how many pitchers get injured trying to hit? Can't remember this guy's name anymore. I'm very upset about this because I'm getting old. But let me look at it. One moment, please. Ah, he's he's not here anymore, but he was, oh, Jonathan Moscott. Jonathan Moscott. Give me a second. He's not even in, in baseball anymore. But Jonathan Moscott is a good friend of my cousin's, and he was a pitcher for the Reds, and he was a really good batter, too. But he took such vicious, vicious swings that they told him, because he played at Pepperdine, if I'm not mistaken, and he took such vicious swings in the batting cage, and they're like, dude, calm down, you're a pitcher. He's like, I want to hit. No, 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 don't get injured. And he did get injured a couple of times swinging the bat, right? Pulled his rib cage and stuff like that. He was never as great a pitcher as he should have been, and he's not even in baseball anymore because of the injuries. So they're protecting players by doing this, right? And, of course, it creates more runs, and people love more runs. So at the end of the day, you got to start supporting it. You may not like it, but you got to get with the times. And the times dictate that there will be a DH in the NL. Baseball fans just have to start moving with the times. They're like a tugboat that moves one inch every century. Come on, guys. Get with it. All right. When we come back, Philip Rivers will not be in a Charger uniform. Where will he be? I pontificate about the location. We'll be back right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, I want you to put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid. Will you receive a free bet of up to $500? That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com backslash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you are the one who's in control. So go to FanDuel.com backslash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Please see the website for details. Okay. Turning my attention a little bit to the NFL. Phillip Rivers, there's a report. He's not going to be back. Well, I think that was a fair report. And I think we kind of knew that. Once we heard that he was moving his family from San Diego to Florida. And by the way, Philip Rivers has a bunch of kids. I think it's like six or eight kids, something like that. Seriously. So he took him and his family and they moved them back to the East Coast. So that should have been the hint that he was gone with the Chargers. Now, will I miss him? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Phil Rivers not a great quarterback. He's a very good one. Does he make Keenan Allen better? Yes. Does he make Mike Williams better? Absolutely. Does he make Hunter Henry better? You betcha. So, as of this second, I am absolutely and unequivocally worried about those, those three guys in fantasy football next year. Keenan Allen, second round, third round pick. Mike Williams, a fifth or sixth round pick. Hunter Henry, an eighth or ninth round pick. You might have to lower them. 
you might have to lower them. I still like Austin Eckler because I think that the next quarterback who comes in will dump off passes to Eckler. So I don't think he loses value. But I do think Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Hunter Henry lose value. So what do the Chargers do? Well, firstly, they've got Tyrod Taylor. Now, Tyrod Taylor is there for one more year, and he is a decent backup. Not good. He's decent. Problem is, he's super careful with the ball. He doesn't like making mistakes. And he will very, very rarely throw the ball in traffic. So if the guy's open, the guy's open. But if if he's not, he's not getting the ball. Okay? He's always had very, very few interceptions. Okay? So that's where he is. So can they go with Tyrod Taylor? Yes, for the first few weeks next year. Secondly, they've got a guy named Easton Stick. Very cool name. You wish you had it. I know about that. You wish your name was Easton Stick. He was a pretty good quarterback from North Dakota State. Okay? But he wasn't a great passer. He was just a very good athlete. He had like 2,700 yards, but he ran for like 600 yards. He ran for a lot of touchdowns. He was a playmaker, not a great arm. So can he stick around? Probably. But that's not the direction they're going. The Chargers have the sixth pick in the draft, and they will get either Tua from it, from the uh, Alabama, or more than likely Justin Herbert from Oregon. They're going to get one of those two guys. Now, here's the draft for you. Number one, Joe Burrow. Lock it in. Number two, Chase Young. Lock it in. Now we've got the Lions at three, the Giants at four, the Dolphins at five. You know the Dolphins want a quarterback. They need one. You know the Chargers want a quarterback. They need one. So it would make, it would behoove both those teams to move up. If I'm the Chargers or I'm the Dolphins, I'm trading with the Lions right now to guarantee myself the third pick and to get the quarterback that I want. If I want Tua, if I want Herbert, if I want Jordan Love, I want it to be my choice. That's the move I make. I trade five or six, whichever one, whichever pick, to three. Done. That's the move. Now, the Lions are going to benefit from that. Because trust me when I tell you, the Lions will not make the third pick in the draft. The third pick in the draft will come from the Chargers or the Dolphins. Then, it's all about the Giants. See, the Giants, everybody and their grandmother knows they're not taking a quarterback. Right? No need to take a quarterback because they got their guy. So nobody's going to give the Giants a whole lot because at the end of the day, they know they're not taking a quarterback. So what the Giants have to do, as most people in a fantasy league would do, is say, look, this pick is open. I may not take a quarterback, but if you want your quarterback, this is the spot you want to get him in. Right? And that's what's going to have to happen. 
Now, where does Philip Rivers go? I've got some ideas. I've got four potential landing spots for Philip Rivers. The first, Tampa Bay. Now, ask yourself this. You put Philip Rivers with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Brashard Perriman, and O.J. Howard, and are you looking at a playoff team? Oh, yes, you are. Oh, yes, you are. Bruce Arians is not a young guy. He doesn't have many years left in the league. And he knows that going with famous Jameis could be a real, real nightmare. Because famous Jameis is not getting you to the Super Bowl. Fact. He will make a mistake anywhere along the way. Don't know where, but it'll happen. So Phillip Rivers going to Tampa makes all the sense in the world. Mark that down. Right? And then the Bucks. what I do if I'm the Bucks, I get Rivers. I get myself a quarterback in the draft and let Rivers groom that guy. Right? And get the guy in round three or four. I stick with Rivers for two years and I take my run at the championship. That makes a lot of sense to me. My biggest question there is, does that lose the locker room? Because I know Jameis is very popular in the locker room with a lot of those guys. And are they going to get pissed off when they see Philip Rivers? Maybe for a minute. But then when they realize how good Philip Rivers is, they're going to be like, oh, okay now. This is better. Spot number two. I think he could go to the Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts desperately need a quarterback. Andrew Luck left him high and dry. They gave Jacoby Brissett a contract, but let's be quite honest, he's not really very good. So the Colts need to start over. They've been talking about Jordan Love. They've been talking about getting a quarterback. This is a team that's not far away. Very good coaching with Frank Reich. Marlon Mack, Naim Hines, good running game. T.Y. Hilton, Jackie Doyle, Pascal. You got some players here. The Colts are not far away. Right? Jaguars not very good in that division. Titans good. Texans good. This is a winnable division. This is a winnable division with the right quarterback there. Phillip Rivers could be in a good spot with the Colts. And how about the third place? How about Tennessee? Yeah. How about Tennessee? Now, look, the Titans are going to have to give a boatload of cash to a guy named Ryan Tannehill. Do you want to give Ryan Tannehill that kind of cash? I don't know about that. Now, look, Ryan Tannehill played very well, but the dude's 31 years old. And really, is he that good? How much do you want to give this guy? I want to sign Ryan Tannehill on the cheap. I want to give him a four-year deal for maybe, I don't know, 14 mil. Since I'm not good in math, I'll add that up. It's 56 mil. If he takes it, fine. But I'm not giving this guy a penny more than that. Well, if Tannehill's like, you know, I think I can get more money elsewhere. I go sign Phillip Rivers. And now I got Phillip Rivers and Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown and Jonu Smith. And you know what? I got a real shot to make the Super Bowl next year. I got a real shot to make the Super Bowl next year because Ryan Tannehill's good, but
but Phillip Rivers is better, that's a real good spot. That's a real good spot. Tampa, Indianapolis, Tennessee. And how about the last place? Maybe Miami. Families in Florida anyway. They're going to have to groom a new guy. Maybe Ryan Fitzmagic is good, but maybe the Dolphins have delusions of making the playoffs. Maybe you bring in Phillip Rivers for a year. Maybe you let him, you know, figure out how to help Tua out. I don't know whether that's the move for Phillip Rivers, though. I don't think I want to be on one-year deals. I want a two-year deal somewhere. Right? I want a two-year deal at a place where I can try to get to the Super Bowl. Because the truth be told, Philip Rivers, you know what he's missing on his resume to get into Canton? He's missing a Super Bowl. Right? And I think the place I can get in that could be the Tennessee Titans. So if I'm Philip Rivers and I'm looking for my legacy and not my bank account, I'm picking Tennessee. Then I might be picking Tampa or Indianapolis. Which place can I get to the Super Bowl the fastest? Right? It will be very interesting to see what happens. A lot of quarterbacks in flux. This is just Phillip Rivers. Don't forget there's a bunch of other guys named Andy Dalton and Cam Newton, blah, blah, blah. Right? All right, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, my man Gray Albright from Razball.com, back with you right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. Dr. Rota with you here. Time to talk a little baseball with my friend, Gray Albright from Razball.com. Gray, what's going on, my man? When do I get my own theme song for my uh, intro for when I'm on the show? Hmm? Mm, Sean, we need a Gray intro. Can we, can we work on that? All right, Chris Pavone, look at that. Sean is, tr- wow. is, already, is already throwing out the – he's saying he's not doing it. He's giving it to somebody else. Uh-huh. All right, I'll talk wow. to Pavona. People will talk to people. We'll get you to feel like you're you're a real thing. Now that nice. Gray Albright, Albright. I wish I kind of wish I would have asked for more. Now that I knew that was going to be so easy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who wants to pay for my mortgage? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gray. I was uh, following uh, Jim Bowden, GM there, who uh, knows a little bit, and he talked about the signing of uh, Nick Castellanos by the Reds. And the Reds, so here's what he said. Castellanos plays a little left and right. Senzel plays a little center. Winker plays left and right. Akiyama plays all over the place. Aquino has an option. And Irvin plays backup. What's your feeling about this signing by the Reds? Uh, well, I'm, uh, I mean, <laughs> Bowden I usually go to for my Elijah Dukes information. But, wow, yeah, I, I mean, I kind of agree. So you have uh, – Akiyama, who they just signed, so it's not like they're going to do anything funky with him, right? And then they have Castellanos, who they just signed, so obviously he's playing. And then they have Winker and Senzel and Aquino for, you know, one one spot. Maybe uh, Akiyama platoons a little bit, so maybe – Four guys for two spots. They definitely have too many players for the at bats. I was hoping that uh, Aristides Aquino was going to get. I'm I'm kind of bummed because Aquino was one of my guys who I was really going to target heavy going into this year. I felt like he was underrated and uh, under uh, underrated slash underdraft in early ADP, and I kind of was like, wow, a guy who can go. You know, thirty twelve two fifty was like he was gonna be. He was a steal in early drafts, but now 
I kind of agree with Bowden. I mean, I think Aquino has an option, so there may be a chance he doesn't even break camp with the team. And in that case, they're going to have Winker, Senzel, uh, Irvin, uh, you know, anyone, basically everyone else platoon out of the right field spot uh, and maybe a couple of bats against lefties with Akiyama going to the bench versus lefties. But, yeah, I mean, Aquino is kind of the odd man out right now, which, which really kind of stinks. All right, I also want to turn my attention to a big trade that happened yesterday where Starling Marte gets traded uh, from the Pirates to the Diamondbacks, and the Pirates get back two young guys. Now, Bowden here, I'm just using what he said here. He goes, Pirates are focusing on high-ceiling prospects in return from Marte rather than close to big leaguer quantity. It's the same strategy the Padre used in how they got Tatis and Chris Paddock. Can we put Brennan Malone and Piguero in that in that realm of <laughs> that this hall because that seems a little crazy to me. No man, that's ridiculous, dude. I mean, come on. No, I mean, I, these guys like. I mean, I the pirates real like revenue sharing is a mess. The pirates really should be ashamed of themselves. Like Marte, it wasn't even like his contract was up this year. He had a club option, and he was well within his price range. Like, the Diamondbacks are going to have him for two years. Like, the Pirates, if anything else, I feel like the Pirates should have held out until July trading deadline and saw what they got there when teams were really desperate to make big moves. I think they could have got a lot more for Sterling Marte. I think it was just a – Another bad trade by the Pirates. Um, for what those guys could be, eh, I mean, uh, Lovier Piguero is probably the the best of the two. He's got a nice, like, blend of, uh, you know, he's got a track record and some talent. I mean, he's young. I think he's, like, 19. Uh, he's okay, but I don't know. I mean, I just feel like the Pirates – sold themselves short with this trade. I think, you know, Marte could easily fetch them a really solid prospect who is more who is closer to major league ready in July. But, eh, you know. Yeah, I agree, I agree with that. If I'm a Pirate fan, you know, I don't want to wait because a 19-year-old, who knows what happens over the next two or three years. Maybe they blow out their arm. Maybe they injure their knee. They're, they're, it's just too far away. I want a guy who's 21, who's in double-A AA or triple-A, who's ripping it. Then at least I can say to myself, all right, I got a guy who I can see playing a year. Yeah. No, exactly. It's like if you're going to go uh, to the Diamondbacks, like, you see what you can do to get Christian Robinson or Dalton Vershaw or something that's, like, one of their top prospects. Like, these guys, they weren't even top prospects in the Diamondback system. I mean, the Diamondback system is good, but they weren't top prospects there. I just – I feel like the Pirates are just – you know, like, you go after a 19-year-old or something, and like you said, anything can happen. So then in three years – the guy doesn't pan out, and you're like, well, okay, uh, we got nothing for Sterling Marte. Like, and, but it's three years down the road, and we're still a losing ball club. Like, it's just ridiculous. It's really bad. All right, let's turn our attention to the Diamondbacks themselves. Uh, Marte goes right into center field. Kettle Marte goes into second base. 
Is this a team that we might be sleeping on? Is this a team that has a chance to make a wild card? Oh, yeah. No, completely. I like, I like the Bumgarner uh, signing earlier in the offseason. I think Mike Leake is a better real baseball than fantasy baseball guy. So I think he's, he gives you some innings. Robbie Ray is really just a walk per uh, one walk per nine away from being an ace. Zach Gallen looks really good. And Luke Weaver is great, too. Uh, and that's uh, talking as fantasy as well as real baseball. So, you know, I, I love Christian Walker uh, as a guy who's going later, who's on the Diamondbacks. I think Kettle Marte is actually worth a second. No, well, it depends on how deep the league is, but he's worth about a three, a third round to fourth round pick in fantasy drafts right now, um, assuming like 12 to 15 teams. He's like Kettle Marte and Sterling Marte are going to be great table setters. And Eduardo Escobar and Peralta and Walker are going to drive him in. I think the Diamondbacks are going to be really good. Uh, one guy who just, you know, he was injured, and then he went from being a really good player to being an also-ran is a guy named Jake Lamb. Do you think there's any chance that Jake Lamb could, could refine his power stroke? No, Lamb feels like a throw-in for a – uh, July trading deadline trade or something like he doesn't feel like he's got unless there's an injury he doesn't have any room anymore because Kettle Marte got moved to second that moves Eduardo Escobar to third so Jake Lamb is now on the outside looking in he's probably uh, you know maybe maybe 250 at bats at best if he gets a pl in some sort of platoon with uh, Walker or Escobar or, or like a uh, you know a, a timeshare between a couple between the two corner positions i think jake lamb needs a he needs a trade now to have any sort of value all right my last uh, couple segments ago jim bowden also talked about the fact that there's a growing belief amongst the nlgms that the designated hitter will be a part of the national league in 2021 i believe great that this is going to happen i think it helps save jobs for people i think it prevents injuries for people but you know a lot of baseball uh, people don't really want to see this happen, right? What's your take on the DH coming to the NL? I like it. I, I like it so much more than a lot of other nonsense Manfred has been throwing out there, like the pitch clock and the uh, getting rid of loogies, having guys have to face like two, uh, two batters, uh, you know, like all that stuff and the uh, number of, uh, visits to the mound, all that junk is nonsense, in my opinion. Like, trying to speed up the game is stupid because, you know, you're either going to like baseball at its time, uh, at its pace, or you're not. Uh, you're not going to do anything by shaving off two minutes over the course of, you know, a two-hour a two and 45-minute game, making a two-hour and 43-minute game dumb. But a DH, that is exciting to me because – that means, like, you suddenly have, you have more offense, which, you know, fans seem to like. No one wants to see pitchers hit. I mean, it's like the stupidest thing. Like, has anyone ever gone to a game and been like, oh, man, I really want to see Luke Weaver swing the bat? This <laughs> is dumb. I mean, there's absolutely no point to it. So I think the, uh, the DH is long overdue being in the uh, NL. And also, once interleague happened, He was on a roll there. I think we lost him. Sean, what'd you say to him?
All right, we'll try to see. We'll try to get Craig back on if we possibly can. Uh, you want to give him a call back and see if we can uh, figure this out? All right. He was on a roll there. I, I agree. I, I think that baseball has done everything to try to shorten the game because of the lack of attention span that people have, right? Uh, there's a pitching, there's a clock now in center field. Uh, you, you, you've got to be able to, to, to start the game. You can't get out of the batter's box. Well, if a game is normally two, minute, two hours and 57 minutes and it becomes two hours and 49 minutes and two hours and 49 minutes, is that really a difference? Seriously, is that eight minutes making that bit of difference? Is that changing anything in your life? I don't think so. And I do agree with Gray, and I said this before earlier in this show, and I said, tell me the pitcher that's an effective hitter. One or two, one or two in a league are good hitters. I mean, in my remembrance of, of baseball, the Atlanta Braves were really good, right? The Atlanta Braves were the guys who uh, hit well, right? Maddox, Smoltz, Tommy Glavin. They took pride in their hitting. Now guys don't do that. They don't do that. It's, a, it's an easy out. I mean, when, when there's, three guy, when there's uh, guys on, on base, and now your eighth and nine hitters are up, and your eighth hitter sucks, and your nine hitter's a pitcher, they get out of an inning. That's not fair. And you're playing interleague baseball too. So why have different rules all over the place? How about just the same rules everywhere? That makes sense. We talked about it before. We'll talk about it now. All right, Gray, you're on a roll there, my dude. <laughs> Sorry, man. The phone cut out. My bad. All right, got about a minute left. What more do you want to say in a minute? You, you, uh, you, a minute. you know, I'm, uh, where do I put in my request for my theme songs? I think we should talk further about what, I, what my intro should sound like. I think we need to talk about your phone bill and you paying it. <laughs> my phone's a mess, man. It's, I'm in a dead spot. That's, a, that's the last time I build a house inside a cave. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I don't even want to go there. All right, my man. We will call you on Thursday, and hopefully you will step out of the cave and with us. Can you do that? Yes, definitely. All right. Goodbye. Have a good All one. Later. All right. That's Gray Albright from Razzball.com. If you don't know the site, you should check it out. R-A-Z-Z-B-A-L-L. It's tremendous stuff. He has his rankings up there. I check it out virtually every day because he puts something new to the site. All right? So trust me, if you like fantasy baseball, you'll like what you see. Taking a little time out. We'll be back right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. so funny. Gray Albright wanted an entry song. And then, of course, my man Big Phil says he wants an entry song too, Sean. So uh, I know. The crazy thing is, is that uh, when I was on another radio channel, we used to do uh, ent- entry songs for some of our guests. We did that too. So uh, is, that, is that possible to it's do common. that here? Sure, sure. Oh, interesting. We'll put it right, on so the we'll have uh, to work on that. schedule. Yeah. All right, I'll just be. I'll text. Tell Bavona I'll text them all night. All right, I'll let him know. Yeah, I'm sure he wants to hear. Uh, he wants to hear that. But uh, yeah, I, I will never forget one of our great listeners is a guy named Trucker Rob, who's no longer with us. And Trucker Rob used to have his own intro, and Trucker Rob uh, wouldn't even come and speak until the intro played. And it was Eastbound and Down. Uh, that's uh, that that uh, song from Jerry Reed. So uh, I will always think of entry. Eastbound and down. Yeah, what, what's that? Eastbound and down. Yeah. What's and it down, from? Down, going road and chucking. Well, that TV show on uh, HBO. Dukes of Hazard. No. The Eastbound and Down. Not with that dope. What's his name? Yeah, that guy Danny, but it's Jerry Reed. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know no. the song? 
Yeah, I know the song. It's not from that. No, no, no. that's not. It's from Jerry. Jerry Reed did it. Yeah, but that, that's not where the song is oh from. They ripped it off. They ripped it off. He's bound down. That's they ripped. Of course, they, I know they ripped it off, but that's where it is. It's from Duke's Hazard. No, Blues Brothers. No, it's Blues, not. No, 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 Blues Brothers. No. It's from Blues Brothers. Did you hear that? You know what I hear? That's from Blues Brothers. That one. Yeah, it's you from Blues it? Brothers. That is? Yeah. That's, that's, that's from that's Blues Brothers? They, yeah. I didn't. I don't remember that. Yeah. I'm going to look it up now. Definitely. What scene? Oh, you think I remember? Right, you're, you're, With Burt Reynolds. Yes, your job is to tell me. <laughs> your job is to remind, no, 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 remind not, me because no, I don't Blues remember Brothers. that. No, not Blues Brothers. What was the other movie I'm talking about? See, it's not Blues Brothers. I would no, remember Blues no, no, Brothers. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. It's with um, Burt Reynolds and um, Jack Smokey Gleason. and the Bandit? Yes, that's where it's from. Yes. Oh. Yes, it's from. All right, Guaranteed. go prove that. Show, the, show that to me tomorrow. Can you show that to me tomorrow? Smokey and the Bandit. That's, that's where it's from. Okay. All right, I'll trust you. All right, but it's time now to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. want to thank Gray Albright for joining us. want to thank Sean for finding out the song and where it's from. And I want to thank you guys for listening. All right, keep it here for Wager Talk. This is Dr. Roto saying be well and take care. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to to start listening.